Welcome to the Strong John Fitness Podcast. This show is dedicated to helping you achieve your best body without the BS. We'll cover training, nutrition, basically everything you need for a successful fitness journey, and we'll have some fun along the way. I'm your host, John Vlahoinakos. Let's get into it. What's going on? Welcome back to this Strong Job Fitness Podcast. Thank you for being here. Man, it uh, it has been busy. January and February have been just stupid busy months. And this past weekend, I had the opportunity to present at a uh, at a webinar with 11 of my colleagues. It was amazing. Um, I just, I, I, I loved seeing everyone present. Like I know we all know our stuff, but it's, it's awesome to see other coaches and how they present topics and, and the people who are attending and asking questions. And, and it was just, it was amazing. It was amazing that we, we helped over a hundred people this past weekend with their health and fitness goals. Um, the ability to do that is great. And we're definitely going to host that again. Um, just not sure if it's going to be biannually or annually, but, um, yeah, if you made that webinar this past weekend, appreciate you supporting myself and my colleagues. And I hope you had an amazing time. If you didn't make it, hope you can make the next one. Cause it's only going to be bigger and better next time. Um, today I wanted to dive into a topic that most people I think need help with. And that's just my professional opinion. And also because gyms are going to be opening back up soon. I'm pretty sure in here in, well, in Toronto for sure in Ontario um, parts of Ontario they're open already but with gyms opening back up I want you to have an arsenal behind you I want to have the knowledge I want you to be ready to go when the gyms open because the next time they open they should stay open so that's why with this topic I wanted to give you how to build your own training split um, I'm going to preface this by saying this isn't going to be a typical bro split episode um, I feel like the bro split is not beneficial for most people and I'll explain why you're going to get something that's going to be a little bit more tailored to you. So basically on this set in this episode, I'm going to list a bunch of options and I want you to take notes. I want you to think about your situation because this is, you need it to apply to you. I can, I could give you a random program. You can try to follow it, but it's not going to help. So this is going to be a way for you to help yourself build your own training program, something that you know you can stick to um, that's going to be geared towards your goals, not just some random PDF you'll find on the internet. Um, that's how I like to do things. So basically, I mean, from what I've seen, most people work hard in the gym. Anytime I, I when I worked at a gym, I worked at a couple different gyms. Anytime I've been to a gym, talking to people about their training, people seem to work really hard, but there seems to be an abundance of like a lack of results. Like people still aren't happy with what they see. And honestly, I think the majority of that comes from their nutrition, if I'm being quite honest. But this episode, we're going to focus on the training aspect. Um, Last three weeks ago, I believe, three episodes ago, there's an episode called Tracking Your Nutrition. I highly recommend you dive into that if you haven't yet. If you're trying to lose fat and you have not seen any success, definitely start with the Tracking Your Nutrition episode. That's going to be key for you this training split one is also important i'm not going to break it down into percentages of like 80 20 and all this bullshit it's it's 100 100 (laughs) they all have they each have their own 100 meaning they're both important 
for you to nail it properly for yourself. So like I said, most people are working hard in the gym. Some people are in there five, six days a week and honestly, nothing to show for it. They're just, they're just working hard to work hard. And if this sounds like you, you know what I'm talking about. You go to the gym and you bust your ass and you're sweating all the time. You're like, yeah, these workouts are awesome. I'm sweating. I feel good. And months go by and you, there's no change. There's no body composition change. You don't really feel any stronger. You don't look any different, feel any different. You might have more energy or you might just be more tired from the workouts. But I think that's part of the problem is, is people are just working hard to work hard. And I don't know if that's because it's ingrained in us. It's programmed in us to like, we have to work our asses off to see results, which you do have to work hard, but you also have to work smart. Like you can't just go into a gym try random routines all the time. And, and just because you're sweating buckets doesn't mean that's going to mean results, right? Let's get this clear. Sweat does not equal results. Sweat is not fat loss. Uh, being sore all the time is not an indicator of a good program. Let's be very clear. You should not feel sore all the time. If you are, you're not recovering properly and your program is doing more harm than good. So I needed to get that right off. Every time I, I talk to a client right off the hop, I'm like, look, you're going to be sore for the first week or so, probably. If you, especially if you haven't trained in a while. After that, you're not going to feel much soreness until the new phase of the new program, because obviously there's new workouts, a couple of new exercises, variations. You got to push yourself a little bit. But if you're feeling sore week in, week out, every single time you hit the gym, you're doing too much. Simple as that. And most of the time, that's what happens with people. They work their asses off, work their asses off, work their asses off. And one of the, one of these three things happen. They either work really hard, go zero to 100 for a short period of time, and then they don't see results and they quit. Or they're busting their ass and they just continue to bust their ass with the, whatever workout program they're doing, if there is one, or if they're just doing random workouts. And they just keep doing that for months, even though nothing's changing. And then they're wondering why nothing's changing. Or lastly, they work their asses off and notice that maybe the results aren't there and they change programs. They change programs to something better suited for them. And I think that's what I want to bring to you with this episode is hopefully you can take away some nuggets where it can be better suited to you, either based on what you're currently doing, what you thought you were doing, what you thought you should be doing, whatever it is. So we're going to help you find or create a program for yourself here, something intelligent, something goal driven, something specific to your goals because you can't expect to do the same thing over and over and over again and expect different results. As cliche as that sounds, it's true. So we're going to list out five steps here right now. If you're in your car, don't write this down, but uh, maybe take notes later. But we're going to start five steps. We're going to start with step number one. And be honest with yourself. For every single question I ask you here, every single answer you have, you have to be honest. You can't lie to yourself because it's only going to make the process worse. It's not going to work out the way you want it to. You're going to force it. You're not going to stick to the program. This whole portion is moot for you. So be honest. That's number one. List how many days you can comfortably make it to the gym. And if not the gym, at home, home workouts, whatever it is. Three days, four days, five days. Honestly, I don't necessarily recommend more than five days. But if you're really, if you're experienced and you know you can handle it and you know you can recover, then say six days max. Comfortably, like you know you're, unless there was an emergency in your schedule, for sure you're making it for this amount of days. This is going to determine the frequency 
of the movements, the muscles you're hitting, and just the whole layout of the program. That's why we're talking about this first. Because a three-day program is very different from a five-day program, from a six-day program. They're different. Okay? After this, I'll tell you how to split them. Number two, list how much time comfortably you can work out for. Do you have 45 minutes, 60 minutes, 90 minutes, 15 minutes, multiple times a week? And again, be honest with yourself. I work with moms who are at home with their kids. They don't have 60 minutes to train. It's just, it's not there in their day. And that's fine. They don't need that. And off the off our first phone call, we made sure that I knew how much time they had. So I would gear the workouts towards that. So if you honestly only have 20 minutes, three times a week to work out, that's your time for yourself. That's what we're starting with. If over time you can build up to longer times, that's fine. But you have to be honest from the beginning. If you only have 20 minutes, fine. If you have more than that, great. You can build a longer workout for you. But length is not really as important. That's number two. Number three, and this is this is something I think people are going to get pissed off at a little bit because, again, this is another problem I see with a lot of people trying to do too much. Most people, when I ask them, well, what do you want to do? I want to lose fat and build muscle. Okay? Determine what your number one top priority is. Do you want to lose fat? Do you want to build muscle? Pick one. Because if you're trying to do both at the same time, you're not getting the most optimal results because you're, you're splitting your kind of efforts in two. You're either going to be in a calorie deficit or you're going to go into a maintenance slash surplus depending on the situation. So as much as we all want to lose fat and build muscle, you have to pick one phase at a time. There is no fat loss muscle building phase. That's all one that doesn't typically happen unless you're a complete beginner because you've had a really long layoff from working out, it's it's not it's not an ideal starting point. So if you look at yourself in the mirror, like, yeah, I want to lose 10 pounds. Cool. Fat loss, number one priority. Okay. If you look at yourself in the mirror, like, oh, like I wish I saw more muscle definition. That depends on two things. How much fat are you carrying in that area? And if you're not really carrying much fat, then you focus on building muscle. But honestly, it's going to come down to what you honestly want. And you have to stick to this for months. You can't say, okay, I'm going to go fat, lose fat for six weeks. Then I'm going to build muscle for six weeks. Then we lose. That's not how it works. Okay. Honestly, and building muscle takes so much longer than fat loss. You're going to have to like three to one ratio, almost of fat loss to building muscle. So keep this in mind. If you want to put on some size, it's going to take a longer time than losing fat. So determine what your top priority is. Start there. Okay. And I mean, Essentially, the training isn't going to change that much between a fat loss phase and a muscle building phase. Uh, the only thing that will change probably is increased volume with the muscle building phase because you'll have more calories to use. You won't be as depleted, um, but you're still going to train with intensity. Number four, determine your top priority muscle groups. So generally speaking, women are looking to shape their legs, shake their bums, and define or tone their arms. No problem. Generally speaking, men are looking for big backs, big chests, big arms, and sometimes big legs, depending on the guy you're talking to. No hate, no no, uh, no salt over here, but train your damn legs, okay? Doesn't have to be top priority, but train your damn legs. Um, so determine what your priority muscle group is. So like if you 
are lagging, like you're really lagging in chess, like myself over the, over the course of 2019 and 2020, chess was my top priority muscle group. My arms have already grown when I was 18, 19, 20, 21. I don't need to work my arms anymore. My chest was really lagging. I had a lot of problems training chest when I was younger. Uh, my legs were, were fine. My legs are big. That's I'm a hockey player. That's how I'm built. So chest was my main focus. So you have to determine for you. I mean, if you don't have a main focus, that's fine. You just it'd be more of a generalized program. But if you have muscles, muscles you you want to grow or tone and work on specifically, not a problem. Pick those. And then number five is going to be the overarching one, which I'm going to help you with is creating your program that's going to allow you to hit the target areas twice per week. Okay, so the reason I say twice per week, it is most optimal for natural lifters, which I'm assuming is 99.9% of the people listening to this podcast. You want to be able to promote muscle protein synthesis more frequently, your muscles, because you're not driving your muscles to absolute failure all the time, they're recovering, but you need to stimulate them more often. That means you get more optimal growth out of there. And more is only better to a certain point. That is not to say you have to do arms four times a week to grow your arms because there is, um, I'm blanking on the term. Damn it. Um, <laughs> there is a, there is a point where of the diminishing returns, right? That's you, you're working so hard. You're doing junk volume. It's not helping you grow at that point. You're not recovering at that point either. So two times per week is solid for, for most muscle groups. Sometimes it could be three. It really depends on the exercise variations and stuff like that, what you're focusing on, stuff like that. So for example, recent client of mine, their goal is to build up their arms and their chest, but continue to lose fat. And he's able to lose, uh, to train four times per week. So this is exactly how I split up his training. This might apply to you too. So we did four days a week. Day one was a chest focused upper body day. Day two was a lower body day. Day three was another chest focused upper body day. And number four was a high volume arms with a little bit of abs sprinkled in. So for him, we didn't do legs twice per week. Um, chest is hit twice per week and arms are focused on once, but you'll, you'll hit your arms in on the upper body days as well. So he's getting a ton of volume on his chest and his arms, which is his goal, his focus focal point. And in terms of fat loss, we're making sure that his nutrition is covered because again, we need him to be in a calorie deficit to lose fat. So that's, that's basically the outline on how to create your own training split. That's, that's the steps to take to build it. Now, when it comes to actual workout splits, I can give you some easy examples right now. We'll go through them three days per week, total body three days. And that doesn't mean the same total body workout. That just means you're doing the main movements three times a week in different variations, squat, push, pull, hinge, and maybe a lunge and a carry. Okay. So that's the three total body days. If you were like, okay, I want to do three days a week, but I want to focus a little bit more on my upper and my lower. I want to get, I love upper days or lower days. Okay, fine. So do one upper day, one lower day, one total body day, All right? You can honestly, like it's fun when you can, create programs that you enjoy and you can add variations. Like you can do incline bench press one day and flat bench another still hitting your chest twice a week. Like you can have a lot of fun with this. And even though most people don't like lunges and split squats, you should include them. 
and it's fun to add different variations in, into your program. If you're the type of person who's like, no, I want, I can do four days a week. Honestly, my, my all-time favorite upper lower split, upper lower split is my all-time favorite. You can do two upper days, two lower days. You can have one of them like a max strength day. One of them more of a hypertrophy day where the volume is higher, more reps, more sets. You can really have a blast with these two. Um, because again, they can be two separate upper body days. They can look completely different with the exercise selection, but overall you're still hitting your chest, your back, your shoulders, your arms on that upper day. Same thing with legs. Make sure you're getting a squat in, a type of squat or a split squat or a lunge, getting some deadlifts or some hip thrusts, something to build your posterior chain. Um, maybe add some carries in there too, because core work is always important. Uh, keep a strong core. Uh, for the four days, if you're like, no, I don't want to do upper lower. Again, you can do upper, one upper, one lower, and two total bodies. Right? It really just depends on your schedule. Depend. The only thing I would suggest, if you have to work out back-to-back days, try to give your muscles a break. So if you, if let's say Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday is the, the only days you can train for four days. Monday's upper, Tuesday's lower, Thursday and Saturday are total body. You're giving yourself some rest, right? The upper body is recovering on Tuesday. Lower body is recovering on Wednesday. By Thursday's total, you're good. Friday's a day off. By Saturday's total, you're good. Sunday's a rest day. Repeat. That's literally, it's very simple, guys. It's very, it's really not as challenging as most people make it seem. The problem, I think, with this is most people automatically assume the grass is greener on the other side. They look at someone else's program. What are they doing? Or should I be doing that? And they program hop. Or you get super impatient with your own program or whatever you're following. You're like, wow, like results are coming fast enough. Maybe if I add this and add this and add that, don't. If you're creating a program properly or if your coach has created a program for you, do not add to it unless you get the okay, especially from a coach. They're creating your program specifically for your goals that you laid out for them. Adding stuff in may be more detrimental. Maybe they're, you're at the peak volume you should be at. You don't want to overdo it. You don't want to add junk volume. You don't want to work harder than you have to because then you're not recovering and it just it spirals out of control. But you wouldn't necessarily notice it right off the bat. You're just like, yeah, like I'm used to doing an extra arm day or an extra, extra cardio day or extra circuit training day. Well, it all has to be taken with context. But, but if you have a coach, let them program for you. If you have questions about adding in days, definitely ask them. If you're creating your own program, Again, there's no rule that says you can't do, if you have four days a week to work out, there's no rule that says you can't do three days, like a three-day total body split, and that fourth day just go hard as fuck with some conditioning or something like that. Right? You can always, you can toss those days in, just make it a part of the program. Don't try to do, I don't. I wouldn't necessarily recommend trying to do an upper-lower split and add a fifth day of conditioning because that conditioning day is going to take a lot to recover from on top of the volume you're doing from your upper body days and your lower body days. Right. So keep that in mind when you're creating this. You can have fun upper days, lower days, push days, pull days, total body days, conditioning days, circuits. Like you can you could play around and circuit and conditioning days are normal, total body. Just be aware of, of how hard you're working, but be also really clear on how hard you're recovering. That sounds weird. But are you actually recovering from your workouts? Are you taking time between workout days? Are you resting? Are you getting enough water, protein, carbohydrates? Are you giving yourself nutrients to recover and continue to perform at these workouts? Because let me tell you, 
just because you're sweating and feeling tired doesn't mean that's a good workout. It just means you're probably underperforming because you're under recovering. So keep this in mind. I know everybody likes to go 120%. That's usually where everyone falls into some trouble because you're working too hard, too soon. Your body's not ready. Mentally, it's exhausting. I'll tell you that from firsthand experience. And you won't be expected. You won't be able to keep it up. And that's, that's, we're not what we're going for. We weren't going for long-term adherence, especially if you're creating your own program, create it tailored to yourself with the tips I've given you, because you want to have an optimal split for yourself. So ladies, if you're listening to this, please don't do a bum day four days a week. It's completely unnecessary, right? Strong arms are sexy too. So don't forget about your upper body training guys. Train your legs. Goddamn, train your legs, please. All right, let's let's end this chicken legness, especially with the summertime coming. And nobody nobody cares about calves. Okay. Just just to throw that out there. Shout out to Omar. Um, but yeah, that's that's how you build a training split. I mean, it's it's pretty straightforward. It only becomes complicated if you make it so, right? For most people listening to this, you don't have to necessarily worry about amount of sets per week and the total volume, because I know I have a lot of beginner lifters listening to this, which is fine. Um, as you get more advanced, you can look into more sets per week, uh, how many reps you're doing and, um, total volume. But for right now, I think to build a split, focus on how many days per week, how long are these workouts going to be? What is your top priority? Fat loss or building muscle. You got to pick one. And do you have any top priority muscle groups? any legging body parts, anything you want to specifically work on and then create your program based on hitting those priorities twice per week. That's it. Just keep it very simple. The only one thing I ask, maybe don't do like, I wouldn't recommend more than four sets of anything just as a general recommendation. If you're starting out, just keep it simple. Three sets, right? If you're going for strength, six reps, four to six reps. If you actually are pushing for strength gains, uh, the general hypertrophy recommendation, eight to 12 reps and some exercises push 15, some exercises you can push 20, but, um, that's going to depend on every individual. I'm not going to give more recommendations on that, but build a split, build something you can stick to. Honestly, if you need any help, if you want me to take a look at your split, send me a message on Instagram. My DMS are always open at strong John fitness. I'm happy to help. Um, I won't create the program for you because that's only what I do for my clients. Um, if you're interested in coaching link will be in the description of this episode, but that's the episode building your own training split. You're definitely capable of doing this. Just don't overthink it. Don't program hop and be patient. That's always the key here. Thank you for listening. As always, if you like this episode, if it resonated with you, please share it, share it on any social medias, tag me at strong John fitness. If you haven't, left a review yet, please leave a review at on iTunes. Um, it'd be extremely grateful if you could just to get the word out there, get the podcast out there, help more people. That's always been the goal here at strong job fitness. So thanks again for listening and, uh, we'll catch you in the next one.